Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Russ M., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Today we are reading from the big book on page 83, the fourth paragraph, the first two uh, first two sentences, and we're just going to share on those two sentences only. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development to find a new freedom and a new happiness. Okay, so our readers are for the twelve steps. That one a twelve traditions. Laurel B. Our reader of the text would be Dara L. Page 164 is Julie R. Our newcomer greeter is Tanya G. And second hour host is Penny C. The reference numbers for Monday, September 6th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is 17,696. That's 17696. And then to 10 a.m., Eastern Standard Time meeting is 17,697, so 17697. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive overeating, compulsive food behaviors, and to carry this the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA for who, to, to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now, I will now ask that one to read the 12 steps. Star one, that one. Thanks, Russ. Good morning. This is Davalyn E. Living Gratefully in Recovery in Manitoba, Canada. The 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 
Step 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for your service, Russ, and I pass. Thank you, Devlin. Next up is Laurel B. for the 12 Traditions. Good morning. This is Laurel B. from Wakanda, Illinois, Recovered. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. <coughs> Excuse me. We are sharing, on, uh, sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one time mute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today, we are into action, page 83, the fourth paragraph, 
and we're just reading the first two sentences. If we were painstaking, up to end a new happiness. And I asked Daryl to start us off today. Okay, great. Thanks so much. I'm Dara L. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Philadelphia. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, it, it's helpful for me with the promises to think about, like, well, where, where am I? Where are we um, in the book? So it's talking about, you know, we're on step nine now. Um, and, and it talks about um, being at this phase of our development. And I think, you know, like, okay, well, what, what development are they even talking about? Um, and I think it's the spiritual development, right? Like the path to God, the step work. And so if I'm, I'll be amazed before I'm even halfway through, but there's a condition here if I'm painstaking, right? And like, what does that mean <laughs> uh, to be painstaking? And it means to be meticulous and to be thorough. And um, as an addict, I don't always want to be painstaking and thorough, especially when it comes to step nine, um, because, you know, like, I don't want to look at people in the eye and tell them the things that I've done um, that they may or may not know about or, you know, like expose all the ick that, that exists inside of me and all my unlovability. But I have to do that, you know, if I want what this promises. And I'll just focus on the, the first two two promises. But, you know, we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Like, I was never free. I was never free. I thought I was free in my addiction, but really the disease was making all sorts of choices for me. And I lived, I mean, first in bondage to the food, but even deeper and more um, punishingly in bondage to my own ego, like just totally separate from people feeling, regardless of what I made happen on the outside, you know, feeling desperate and alone inside and suicidal and angry and depressed like that was how I lived and so if I want to be free of this then I have to do the work but if I do the work my life gets amazing you know today I'm I'm free and I'm happy and I I never even really knew what happy was I I knew what it felt like to be in a food coma I knew what it felt like to like throw up and um, have that adrenaline, but I didn't know what it felt like to be content. I didn't know what it felt like to love. I, I didn't know what it felt like to care so much about another human being that I could cry about their pain. You know, like I didn't, I didn't understand what life was or what it meant. And I certainly didn't feel like I fit in. And, um, and here, I mean, there's step there's promises with every step. Um, some of my favorites are with step five, but the step nine, the step nine promises, I think, are really where I begin to recoil from all the things that used to compel me um, back into the disease. And so, just I would just say, based on my own personal experience and history, that if you're at this phase and you're not um, feeling these promises. Think about where you can be more painstaking. And, and if you're not yet at these promises, just keep going because it is beautiful oh. and it is a freedom. Thank you. A freedom and a happiness beyond anything I've ever known. And I'll pass and let others have a turn. And thanks so much. Thanks, Dara. I appreciate it. So 
Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day that others might have their um, might share their experience too. So we're going to open up the lines for sharing. If you shared the past couple of days, just uh, step back and allow others to share. Who would like to share on page 83 those, those two sentences? This is Ginger Steve. I got Ginger. Did you get Irene? Irene. Now I did. Who else? Irene. Eileen D. I got I got you, Irene, and we got Eileen. Kathy S. Kathy. Who else? All right, we'll take this list. So we got Ginger C, Irene B, Eileen D, and Kathy S. All right, Ginger, you're up. Good morning, Russ. Thanks so much for your service. I'm Ginger C, a real compulsive overeater in Colorado. And I cannot even tell you guys what it has been like going through this relapse. I know you guys have heard me share. Yesterday, with God's miracle and grace, I celebrated three weeks clean and clear. And I'm coming back to this new freedom and this new beginning. And believe it or not, I'm going to still tell you every beautiful bite because this new path and this new freedom, it's a lot less about ego and it's a lot more about God. And it's just amazing. I really didn't think I would ever step from bridge to shore. I wanted to be back with you guys. I wanted to feel that feeling that I knew with God that's down deep within me, but it wasn't happening. So my message this morning, thank God for the pain. Thank God for the food, because that's the greatest convincer each and every one of us had. And thank God for this practical program of action. And thank God it works. And I just pray that when my thinking mind tries to tell me yet again, which I know it will, that somehow food is my answer. And my friend, I don't listen. And I stay restored with God. And I continue. So if anyone's on the line this morning, my message really is for you. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stick in this fight. And then do it like your life depends on it, because it absolutely does. You either have God or you have nothing. And the only way to not pick up that bite today is to have God between me and the food. And then this new freedom. I'm no longer in that prison, that nightmare, and not knowing if I'd ever get back. So I'm just so grateful, and I love you all. And I love how vision works, like two sentences. Rock on, ladies, who's ever doing this, or guys. Just amazing. And have a great day. Thank you, Ginger. Next up is Irene B., followed by Eileen D. Good morning. This is Irene B. Thank you so much for your service. Please let me know if I can be heard. We'll let you know. You're there. Oh, okay. Okay. I've been having difficulty with my phone. I'm going to start my timer. Um, I'm going to say that I'm Irene B., 
A gratefully recovered food addict, compulsive overeater, and bulimic. By being bulimic, the two previous are understood and inferred in absolute truth. And that's important for me to say. Uh, this paragraph and the shares this morning send my spirit soaring. And that's why I love Vision for You because this is where I come to be spiritually fed. I need other programs to go deep, deep into the roots of what causes my buildup of human emotion. But this is where I get spiritually fed. How beautiful it is to read these first few sentences. It doesn't say anything in here about higher power. It doesn't say anything here by spirituality, but by the same token as being an addict and being a compulsive overeater, it is understood when I say that I'm bulimic. By the same token, what we're talking about is spirituality and connection to higher power. I've been in program for a little, about four years, just at four years even though I've been recovered for four and a half years, except for one slip. And and I came to program because I wanted to be free from the chains of bulimia. And this program, it's not about that. Shocker. Oh, no. Because that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's not the problem, just the symptom. The real problem that I did not understand, and I'm just now barely beginning to understand, and I am on my fourth path of doing the steps, including the steps in another program. And I'm just now beginning to understand and believe and not refute because I know everything and I need to say the set aside prayer because I thought my problem was bulimia. I thought my problem was trauma, abuse, neglect. No, 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 no. The problem is that I never Bye. learned to connect. Oh, my time is up. My, 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 my problem is that I never connected to higher power. And this is where I come to get fed, to connect with my higher power, because without higher power, there is no hope. And without I pass. Thank you, Irene. Next up is Eileen D., followed by Kathy S. Good morning. Thank you for your service. This is Eileen D. Uh, in Maryland, but I'm vacationing in Maine. And I am watching the beautiful ocean and I am enjoying the waves, thinking about what a gift life is. Um, what a gift that the new way of happiness is uh, mine today and I can share it with others. And that's, um, that's just a, that's the grace of God. I, <laughs> I'm celebrating, I don't know, almost, almost three years of abstinence and uh, it was a total gift given to me. 
And so I recall hearing people saying um, many a time, don't leave till the miracle appears. And I really left a lot. I, I checked out a lot thinking I didn't quite understand what that meant. And so I'm, I'm standing here today um, just amazed at the beauty of the steps, how when we work the program, uh, the program is, is just, it gets you through the very, very dark times where you have to search your soul and, 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 and ask for forgiveness and um, just kind of move in a different rhythm. And then because of all that and because of you guys, my family and friends in the program, everyone surrounds us like a great cloud um, of good witnesses. And because of that, food is just food. I honestly never, ever thought I'd be here and get this beautiful gift. So I just wanted to share that. Um, it, don't leave <laughs> until the miracle happens. And it does happen. I've been in program a real long time. And I can say that with, with great confidence that uh, without you guys and the, and the steps and God, um, I would not be the person I hope to be and can serve today. Thanks a lot. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Eileen. Next up is Kathy S. And then we're going to take another list. Good morning, Russ. Thank you. This is Kathy S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. And, um, yeah, so excited to be starting this paragraph, uh, being painstaking about this phase of our development really stands out for me. And, uh, you know, as a recovered uh, fellow, this means walking the steps every single day and especially carrying out my living amends to my, what's coming up for me is my daughter. Um, so what were my mother ideals, you know? Um, today, in the past, my freedom and happiness I thought was going to come from my kids doing everything in life happening my way. And if it didn't, you know, then the food was going to give me freedom and happiness. Or, you know, just it, it just all hinged on the behavior of others. That's where my my freedom and happiness was going to come because of really the next promise. That's that's peace to me. Um, but today, what I love in this paragraph is pointing out a new freedom and a new happiness. It doesn't come from my kids anymore. Um, it starts to, and then I work a tenth step, and I realize I'm right right-sized, and I remember, oh, yeah, God is where my freedom, happiness, and peace come from. And it doesn't come from my daughter doing following my script. It comes from me being, you know, practicing my amends, my living amends, and being a mom who's willing to be open-minded, who trusts that my daughter's 23 years old, and God is going to guide her. I let God be God and I'm no longer running the show. And I just, I can be prayerful. I can be um, accepting of the inevitable. I can be kind and considerate. And I can be there to support her for whatever decision she makes, right? And, and I can save relationships by, by doing this, by trusting God for the outcomes and just not trying to take control. And it's just a matter of, of, of getting my thinking back into alignment with God, trusting God for my peace, trusting God for my freedom and the well-being of my daughter as well as myself. 
and our family. And, and it is, it's amazing the freedom that I have. I slept like a champ last night rather than in the past being up all night fretting over something, you know, it, I just, I surrendered it and, and it is so amazing. And I just love this program. So I thank you so much for letting me share and thank you to the fellows that, that just support me and guide me and turn me back to God always in this program. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Kathy. So we're going to open up the lines for sharing again. We're in, in the action page 83, the fourth paragraph, the first two sentences of that paragraph. And if you share it on uh, Monday or Friday, please step back and allow others to get their chance to share their experience. So um, this is who would like, this is Larry K. Like All right, Larry. Larry S. We got a Michelle, a Terry and Michelle. Michelle, what's what's the first initial of your last name? G. All right, Michelle G. Who else? Melissa C. Melissa. Katie G. Katie. Few more. Who else? All right. So we'll just we'll go with Larry K, Terry S, Michelle G, Melissa C, and Katie J. You're up, Larry. Hey, Russ. Good morning. Thanks so good much morning, for the service. Oh, good morning. So the first part, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. I just want to comment on that quickly. Halfway through what? Um, not the entire program. Halfway through step nine. And that was my experience. Uh, when we get to that part of it, when I was halfway through, I, I began to be amazed. And, um, and that's for sure. Um, it says we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Boy. Did I ever experience that yesterday? <laughs> See, we get the opportunity to show others um, who are in, you know, in, in turmoil and in, in horrible suffering how we were helped. And yesterday, um, I received a call from someone I didn't know, whose sponsor, uh, some also someone I didn't know, suggested to him to reach out to me. It's funny how God works that way. And and here's what happened, and why I was so happy yesterday. So from time to time, like I, I when appropriate, you know, I, I've shared about, you know, my, my childhood and some of the challenges during my childhood. And I've shared it not as a victim so much as, but rather as someone who's been pulled from the quicksand, you know, that God pulled me from the quicksand. It wasn't that I deserved it, but that's what happened. And, and this young man that called me yesterday, let's just say that, that he and I had an, an understanding, a kinship, and his sponsor didn't have the same childhood experience. So you know, his sponsor was was loving and kind enough to say, hey, hey, give this guy a call. You know, I, I think he's had those experiences. And only through God's grace was I able to offer him an understanding of how, you know, a long-suffering um, resentment, long-standing resentment towards uh, my tormentor could actually be flipped on its head. 
how God gave me freedom and a new happiness, a release from that self-imposed jail. And I don't know about your experience, but I can tell you about mine. You know, God occasionally uses dopes like me for some good and useful purpose. And while I don't, you know, relate the intimate experiences of others without their approval, I do find that when I stick to my own story of transformation, like from the pit of hell that I came from to a life of usefulness, that stuff, that stuff offers others a miraculous thing. It offers them hope, hope. This guy got some hope yesterday. Now, I don't know if I'll talk to him again. I don't know where he's going to go from here. But in my experience, there is nothing more attractive than hope. And that's what we offer people. So, yes, I know a new freedom today and a new happiness by working these steps. Each day, every day, to the best of my ability. And that, that's, that's good money right there. I, I, I'm so grateful. With that, I pass. Thanks, Russ. Thanks, Larry. Terry S., you're up, followed by Michelle G. Good morning. This is Terry S. Can I be heard? Perfectly. Great. Thanks. Uh, Thank you for your service. Uh, This is Terry S., a recovering food addict, formerly from Oregon. I haven't changed it on the website yet. I'm now in the Tampa Bay, Florida area, and um, I'm delighted to be here. And what really struck me today was first the thought that for decades in OA, we would read the we would read the promises, read the promises, read the promises, and I never understood why the hell I wasn't getting it. Nobody told me that they only happen once you're partway through step nine. (laughs) A little bit of information that would have been helpful to me as a newcomer. Um, The other piece, I love looking up words, and the word painstaking, the dictionary uh, definition that I like, is done with great care and thoroughness. So again, Bill is asking us, where are you at with your action? Where are you at with your willingness? How how and what kind of steps, action, am I taking on a daily basis? I'm not going to get the rest of this uh, fantastic paragraph if I'm not willing to take the action. And if you've slogged through all the steps like I have in the past and you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, I'd really like to rest on my laurels and just go, oh, okay, I got it. Thanks, God. This is wonderful. I have a new freedom and a new happiness. Oh, I have to do this every day? Well, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. And God usually knocks me up the side of the head very gently many times and says, you don't have a choice. This is your design for living, and you have to tow the row. It's just the way it is. I wish I wasn't an addict. I wish I didn't have to work so hard to keep on an even keel and keep in touch with my God. But I do. 
And so the painstaking uh, really spoke to me this morning, and I appreciate the opportunity to share. Thanks, everybody. I'll pass. Thank you. <clears throat> Next up is Ms. Michelle G. followed by Melissa C. Good morning. This is Michelle G. from Boston, uh, recovered compulsive eater bulimic. Um, this is this is important stuff, and I've heard some good shares this morning. Um, I didn't understand this either. Being in and coming in and, and being in live meetings, and this is said like a you know by rote um, by me by a lot of people. Um, and I too thought it was if, if you know we're painstaking about this phase, we'll be amazed before we were halfway through. Halfway through what? Halfway through the steps. That's step six, and I wasn't feeling it. It's step six, and so. Um, and I and I skipped step nine. I did my steps cafeteria style the first couple of times because um, I just was I didn't get relief because I didn't find God. And I found God in the ninth step. I found God through this process um, as I was painstaking, um, and I was completely willing to follow the directions um, and like hold on to. Um, the sponsor that that took me through this um, because she had faith and I had just that 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 little mustard seed of willingness and um, and I didn't have a God connection so I was diving into my tenths and eleven steps and um, and wondering like why it wasn't working for me and it was through doing my ten steps and eleven step um, and prayer and meditation that I started to really develop this this connection to this inner God voice. Um and through writing, I write too, I connect to God through writing and and um and it was through that that some of this um some of my ninth step amends started to really, really start to poke at me and um that I needed to take care of them. And so walking through the first one and walking through the second one and I then I was on fire and it was like I definitely started to get this God connection and it all started to fall into place this this um amazement that um of what I was missing before and I just I didn't realize that this freedom from my selfishness and my fear I was in bondage of self and I didn't realize that this was the key I just didn't know and because because my fear was keeping me from having my eyes open um once i was willing um and once my eyes were really seeing and once my senses were completely open i knew i didn't have a choice i had to walk through this stuff and oh my god it was a it was a masterful amazing experience and i just i don't I, like nobody should miss it and um, and so I just, I wanted to share on that cause it's just, right. it, thank you. Um, it was, it was a, a life changer for me. Um, so thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Michelle. For Melissa shares, just let you know where we're at. We're on page, uh, 83 to fourth paragraph, the first two sentences and we're sharing just on those sentences only. All right. Melissa sees up, uh, by Katie G. 
Hi, good morning, Ross. Thanks so much for your service. Good morning. Good morning. Um, this is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive reader in New York. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm reading this this morning and I'm thinking, like, what's a new freedom and a new happiness? You know, it's like my definition of free and happy is different. You know, my old definition of free and happy, you know, meant I got to do what I want when I wanted. And I thought that my happiness was getting to do what I want when I wanted. And the only problem I had is when people or things got in the way of me getting to do what I want. And what I found out is that um, this program, my new freedom, you know, is, well, okay, I have to talk about freedom of the food because that's what brought me here originally, you know, that I was owned by food. And I always just wanted to be able to eat spontaneously. And I felt in the beginning that it was so constricting and it really annoyed me to write food down and tell food to another person. And it seemed like completely the opposite of what it meant to be free. And I found out, nope, I was wrong. It's the most freeing thing I can do because then the rest of the day I don't have to think about it. But there's another freedom that I got, you know, obviously through the amends and through my life is I can walk into any room and I can look at people and I don't feel um, embarrassed or enslaved by my actions um, and, and, or by my impulses. And I feel like, um, you know, the freedom that I've gotten, you know, is this relationship with God that if I... And it really makes me think of step three, that if I've got this employer and I, and I trust this employer and I put it all there and I just do the day-to-day stuff, I really feel free. You know, and the happiness as well, my happiness today. I have a different definition of happiness. It's not just on getting what I want. Like, I, I, that is nothing short of a miracle. That's God coming in and rewiring me because um, – I find many times I'm happy, even in the most difficult situations. And I'm really walking through a period right now where, you know, I've got big things going on with my mom, and I feel my freedom, I have to be honest, feeling like it's getting tight. You know, some, I'm not able to do what I want when I want. And, and my happiness, it's hard to be happy when someone you love is in so much pain. But my happiness today is not based even on that not even based on other people's happiness, but it's based on doing what I believe God would have me do and what would God me have me be. And, um, you know, that's what gives me happiness and freedom. Thanks. With that, I'll pass. Thanks, Melissa. Next up is Katie G, and then we're going to take another list. Hi, Russ. Thanks for taking the meeting. Katie G recovered. Compulsive morning, my friend. Eater in Boston. Just want to piggyback on the previous share. Like, first of all, we're going, if we are painstaking about what? Entire abstinence and working the 12 steps, specifically halfway through the ninth step. I know other people have emphasized that, but I just can't emphasize that enough because I didn't realize that was a hitch. And somebody called me the other day and said they were on step nine, but they were still eating. And with all due respect, if you're still eating on step nine, you're on step one, whether you're on step nine or not. So I have to remember that. 
and I get to remember the new freedom, the new freedom of not being in bondage to food and my body and my body weight and three numbers on the scale and the new happiness. This isn't like Hallmark happiness. Like I can tell you, I got some good news this weekend and I got some bad news this weekend. And I don't, I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, the most exciting happiness that happened to me this weekend was that I was in a state of disturbance, total, complete, snot-nosed, messy crying, outside my house, disturbance. And do you know what God did for me? I walked into my house and I was normal on the outside. I did not scream. I did not shut anybody down. I was not rude. I was kind, patient, accepting, and loving. Now, five years ago, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that, nor would that be happy for me. Because we get this gift, right? We get this gift that my my darkest past, my anorexia, my bulimia, my obsession about being thin is a gift for others. And I get that. And the biggest gift that I want today is freedom from the bondage of self. I can tell you how long I've been abstinent from my relapse with exercise bulimia, but I can't tell you how many step tens I've done on my mother-in-law for the past over six years that I've met her. And yet seeing her this weekend, I didn't have to do one step 10 on her. What? Like that is the freedom, that is the relief, you know, selfishness, self-centeredness, that is my problem. God is my solution and I cannot get to God if I'm not doing these steps. The other thing I love about these steps is, you know, if you're not knowing a new freedom and a new happiness, if you're still looking outside, you know, that's what happens. We look outside ourselves for things to make us happy, but it's only God. And, and as a result, whatever happens, I can be sober, considerate, and helpful regardless of what anyone says or does. And that is the gift. I'm grateful to tread with y'all. Thanks, Katie. So, we do have time for some more. Who else would like to share on page 83, that fourth paragraph, the first two sentences? Davlin E. All right, Davlin. Penny C. Penny. Deanna T. Yvette L. Donna M. Deanna T. Hold on, hold on. Deanna P. And Yvette L. I think that might be it. Let me just see. Yeah, we're going to be cutting it close. So we'll take these four, uh, one, two, three, four, Davlin E, Penny C, Deanna P, and Yvette L. Davlin, you're up. Start one down. Can I be heard, Russ? There you go. There we go. Okay. Thanks, Russ. Um, the word painstaking just caught me as I was reading and then listening to these two sentences. And I was just made aware by one of my three sisters of 
my self-righteous and controlling behavior when it comes to the care of my 100-year-old dad. And I was stunned, and then I had all my usual reactions. And then I was so absolutely grateful for this design for living, these steps that allow me to go to this God of my understanding and have this God allow me to see myself as I really am without being humiliated or ashamed, but just saying, oh my gosh, that is the truth. I can see that. And I've spent quite a bit of time, I'm making amends to my sisters this morning, and I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of days since I became aware of this um, character defect of this behavior of mine, just being so grateful that I can see these things and I can see them without thinking about how is this going to affect me, 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 but instead, how have I affected them? And to be able to take responsibility for that and to have that freedom to know I will never have to feel this way with my sisters again. This program, this way of living, these steps, this connection with the God of my understanding is such a gift in my life as someone said just ahead of me, freedom from the bondage of self. With that, I will pass and thank you for listening. Thank you, that one. Next up is Penny C. Hey, good morning, Russ. Thank you so much for leading the meeting this morning. My name is Penny C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater living in the Boston area. Oh, wow. Um, I heard so many things already this morning. I want to start with saying that for years, years, I sat in the rooms. I'd been through the steps, um, not the big book, thorough big book way yet. But for years when I heard if we are halfway through, um, and I just, I just was sure that what it meant was there were 12 steps, so it must mean after step six, these come true. No one ever said. No one ever said these are step nine promises. At least I didn't hear it for for so long. Um, but I I too have a, a story about the happiness that came just yesterday from calling someone that I didn't know, whose sponsor who I did know had told her that you know she might want to um, ask me to be on her what she called her God Squad, and I I do too. So I did it step 10 with another fellow that morning because my adult daughters are not following my script. They're just not doing what they're supposed to do, you know, in the in the rules according to Penny. And so I called and had a long talk with a with a, um, an old friend um, and, and fellow OA person and went through a 10th step. And realizing that my next um, direction was to um, reach out to someone else um, and not 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 talk about my own problems, I decided to call this person back who had, had texted me and emailed me, and we were trying to find a time that we could talk. And so I called her, and just like someone else said this morning. I ended up, she thanked me, but I ended up 
with a new freedom and new happiness. I was a different person after doing the 10th step and then deliberately calling someone else and not telling any of my own difficulties. It was miraculous. Now, I never knew, I never knew that something like that would work before I got to OA. And I am just so grateful, just so grateful that, you know, God sent me, God sent me to the rooms. Um, it was like a, I was taking a detour and there OA was. And um, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never cease to be grateful for all the people that have helped me along the way. And especially like every morning on Vision for You, um, you know, we have an army of people here, a big army of people. And I, I'm just, again, just so grateful. So thank you. Thanks, Penny. Next up is Deanna P., followed by Yvette L. Good morning. Deanna. May I be heard? There you go. Perfect. Hey, yep. hey how you doing? And thank you. Thank you for your service this morning. Um, good morning, everyone. My name is Deanna P. I'm a gratefully recovered compulsive eater from Wilmington, Delaware. Um, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Um, yeah, to piggyback on what other people have shared, uh, like Penny, I thought it was step six. I was sure it was step six too. <laughs> um, halfway, right? Um, but I remember my very first meeting, um, and I'm so grateful for my Abby today. Uh, my very first OA meeting, she came up to me with a glow on her face, and I thought, good Lord, what is this woman doing here? She doesn't look like she has any problems whatsoever. <laughs> and she said, um, stick around, um, you know, something to the fact, the promises, stay, stick around for the promises. And she said it with such conviction that I was like, sure that that was something worth sticking around for. Thank God that someone in my home group knew the promises, was living the promises, was bearing witness to the promises. She was life embodied. She was embodying the promises right in front of me. I mean, you can't argue with a recovered life, right? And that that was just, it was instant. Like, she was like a magnet. And I'm like, I want to be that. I want to be that for someone who's suffering. I want to be the embodiment of the promises. And today I am by God's grace. And it happened. It happened for me. You can't argue a life changed. And how do I know that? I know that. And I'm on this call this morning because just yesterday I lost my brother-in-law to COVID. How am I on this call? How, how am I on this call? I would be an absolute mess. And don't get me wrong. There have been tears. There have been lots of heartache and there will be many to come. It's a shock. He was dead in 10 days, 59 years old. Life is precious, and I don't have time to waste. I have to do this work. I want this work. I don't have to do it. I get to do it. It's a privilege. I'm so blessed. I'm so, so, 
so grateful, so blessed that I have the solution. And I want so many people to, to know this freedom that I know. And if you're on the call and you don't know it yet, please stick around for the promises. They do come true. Stick around. I promise you they will. Just do the work. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Deanna. Next up is Yvette L., and you'll be our last share for today. Uh, good morning. My name is Yvette L., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in New Britain, Connecticut. Um, I love the word new freedom and new happiness. Um, and for me, that means um, a happiness and freedom that I haven't known before. Because um, I thought I was happy before I um, did the steps this last go round. Um, but what I'm experiencing now is new. It's not what it was. It's something very, very different. Um, and for me, the difference is it's not based on my external circumstances at all. Um, the freedom and happiness I have today um, is based on that connection to that power greater than myself. Um, so that whatever the circumstances are, and there have been some you know, challenging ones, especially over the last year and a half, um, I can still be free and happy no matter what my external circumstances are. And that's only because of my connection to God. And that's the relationship that I have to work on every single day um, because it is only a daily reprieve. Gratefully, I understand that it's a daily reprieve. And out of that uh, gratitude that's in my heart, um, that's why my life is so different um, because I'm motivated by that sense of gratitude and not looking to, you know, get the accolades or um, whatever um, from other people. Um, I do the things that I do out of, out of the gratitude I have for the life that I get to live. And um, the life that I live today is very different than what it looked like. And um, it's a direct result of working the steps as they're written in the big book, um, not adding anything and certainly not taking anything out because I tried that for a long, long time and it just didn't work. Um, the instructions are clear. I just have to you know, follow them to the best of my ability. Um, so I'm so grateful uh, for this meeting in particular um, and for the 12 steps in my life. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Yvette. So we have a minute. If anybody wants to take that minute, it's going to be cutting down now. But Chris G. All right, all right Chris, you got about 58 seconds. Sure, sure. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. Thanks for this wonderful meeting today. And I, I was surprised with just two sentences. That's wonderful. My name's Christy, and I am from Tennessee, and I spelled Chris with a K. And um, and I'm only halfway through step nine. I haven't finished step nine on this go round. I I've started it. I've done some step nine, but I haven't finished it. And um, and I am. Uh, I wanted to mention in my, in my short share, develop, develop. Uh, right now, I, I, I do some exercise uh, one hour, three days a week, and I try to exercise really hard. And I've developed a few muscles that I didn't have before because I wasn't an exercise person before. So I have to develop, and, and that's, the, that's the word I wanted to think about, developing, um, and, and a new freedom halfway through, yes, but develop. Uh, I, I build uh, my muscles over time a little bit at a time. And that's what I wanted to share. Thank you. Oh, perfect timing. All right, Christy, you're our last share. We, we thank everyone who shared.
please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, September 7th, Tuesday, is 17,701, 17701. We will now close with the reading from, with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Julie R. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, thanks, Russ. Julie R. Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Pass.